0: welcome everybody to episode two of ride the pine this is a podcast where we discuss all things sports with a side of anxiety and doubt i'm your host dan and as always i'm joined by my co-hosts ron and kyle guys how's it going bonjour
1: um hola if we're doing the the foreign language segment now
0: i see we're trying Um, to get those uh views and those downloads from other countries, I see.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, je ne parle pas français, but, you know.
2: Really... uh <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, so today on this episode, we're going to actually be talking about um, how the Stanley Cup actually shaped out. Uh, we just got the second team to join the fray. The Washington Capitals joined the fray last night. And it's about damn time. is all I got to say about that. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Who called that? Didn't one of you guys call this? Um,
1: no, but I will have to do a victory lap because I claimed very early that Vegas was going to win the whole thing and they are one series away from doing just that.
0: And we will definitely get to that. Uh, we are also going to be covering the NBA playoffs and how it's going to shape up for the finals in a couple weeks. And we're also going to debut our new segment called the pine report where we're actually going to be discussing the recent uh litigation that just finished with um the nfl and roger goodell coming out about the anthem policy and how that's shaping up to be a just total and complete um just disaster um so i don't know about you guys Do you guys want to jump into the pine report first and we go from there
1: um yeah sure we could do that mess around with the format
0: all right so right off the bat um you know we've all read the the news and uh this um thing that whole came out with the nfl it's pretty amazing that these owners just decided to pass down this legislation about the the no kneeling the no holding your fists up if you if you don't stand for the anthem, you don't have to be on the field. And anyone who doesn't stand for the anthem is going to get fined. But I found that they actually, the owners and Goodell decided on this without the consent of the NFL Players Association. And it mm-hmm. seemed, I, that seems to be kind of shady. I don't know what you guys think.
1: Oh, I think shady doesn't even begin to cover it. I mean, it's it's... It's completely disrespectful of the players, which is ironic when you consider what everybody who's, you know, against kneeling says about the flag and everything. Like, it's completely ridiculous to me that they would even enforce this rule. But, you know, it's not surprising. I mean, they didn't even start having players come out onto the field for the anthem until 2009. I mean, before that, they were just sitting in the locker room the whole time. So it's it didn't matter back then. I don't see why it matters now for freedom
0: of speech. Like, granted, yeah, you're not saying anything, but everybody has a right to do what they feel is, you know, right in their mind when it comes to the anthem. Whether it be kneeling to pay respects to, you know, a family member who, who's passed in the war or, you know, putting a fist up. It's right. It has nothing to do. It's It's not aggressive. It's not meant to be threatening in any way it's it's just how they want to express themselves and for them to basically put this down saying hey this is how you're going to do it and if you don't like it you're going to get fined is completely ludicrous
1: well and i think i read a story you know uh a little while ago that said that kaepernick actually (laughs) uh talked with somebody who was a veteran and wanted to know what the most respectful way of going about this whole protest was and he actually suggested the kneeling thing i don't know if that's like something that actually happened or if it's just like one of those things that goes around now that you have to check snopes but from what i remember that's what the story was at the time
0: yeah i mean in all honesty just like just the look of it from, like, other sports in the, in the country, it just looks bad. Mm-hmm. The The NFL looks really bad in, in this scenario in that it's making it look like it's a dictatorship. Like, I hate to say it, but it's like, Goodell is a dictator, and if you don't do what he wants, then there are going to be re- repercussions. And for it to be something so, like, unconventional as just the anthem like if it was like something else like whether it be like drug policies or you know assault and battery policies or something like that that's one thing but for it to be who needs to stand and not stand for an anthem based on their beliefs is crap I think that's just complete crap
1: well yeah and then I mean you even have stuff you you remember when people were saying like Hey, why don't they do something constructive? Like, why don't they donate money or you know do some kind of charity work? And then Colin Kaepernick goes out and like donates a million dollars and like does all these workshops and stuff to teach kids their rights. And you know you don't hear anything about that. They're just focused on the kneeling. You know it's ridiculous that these people, these players, you know they're doing all of these uh, this great work like around these communities that they they serve and they're just they're being completely lambasted for it like i don't understand why it's such an issue like they're making a political statement like if if somebody stood on the field for the anthem when that wasn't a normal thing i don't think they would get nearly as much backlash as these you know people are for for kneeling and protesting you know unfair treatment towards you know african-americans
0: i think i think for me it also i feel like this all started like, years ago, back, remember when they were making the big deal, a lot of people celebrating after a touchdown, and they started finding people like Antonio Brown, like an Odell Beckham, like those guys, then it went from that to players who were wearing, like, custom uh, cleats that were, like, you know, part of an organization, or, like, for breast cancer awareness, like, Alvin Kamara. Uh, and D'Angelo Williams both got fined because both of their, I guess, both of their families, they had someone in their family who had some sort of cancer or breast cancer, and they wore the pink cleats, you know, in honor of breast cancer, and Goodell fined them. Of course he did. Fined both of them.
2: Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying to myself, what kind of an asshole would do something like that? it's just the rules. It's out of compliance. As simple as that. They made that rule because it was easy to follow, and it was lazy. Right. Who started that? Chad Johnson, because he would he would do stuff with his uniform or his outfit. So they said, let's make a rule where you have to follow our uniform or you're out of compliance. It doesn't matter what it is.
1: Yeah, I'm waiting for the day that they make Odell back yeah. and, like shave his head or something like that. You know, he, oh,
0: you can't have colored hairs, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, your hair is upsetting me. So so we're going to make a rule where everybody has to have. A yeah. It's see, it
2: comes back like the celebration thing. That was you couldn't celebrate no nothing with the teammate and nothing with the ball, and that was just the easy way to go. Let's just give everyone a fine that celebrates. One, we'll make more money, and two, oh, we can donate it and make it look good. Mm. Uh, it's just easy, you know. But then oh, weird, what happened the last few year at the last year or two? We're gonna lift that. Now we're gonna use our judgment. Well, gee, that's a good idea. Maybe we should have been doing this all along. Yeah, because you can use your judgment on that just like
1: they have to on reviews. Yeah. The NFL is a nonprofit company, you know, in quotes there, you know, they're, they're a nonprofit organization. Like they don't pay taxes or anything like that. So, you know, it's, it's completely moot. They don't have to do that kind of stuff. Like they could just let them celebrate. They can let them, you know, show their individual beliefs. Like I don't see anybody out there waving the Nazi flag or anything like that. So I don't see why it's such a big deal that they want to, you know, like kneel for the anthem or anything like that, like or celebrate, like you said. Like I feel like celebrate celebrations are like a completely different thing altogether. Like I don't know, like in the NHL, you see people like ride in the stick and everything like that, and they don't get fined. Like you see people diving on the ice, like halfway down the ice, they don't get fined. You know, it's just completely arbitrary, and I think that it is time for Goodell to go.
2: Yeah. And you you need that in the sport. It's what, like, gets the buzz going and the spirit and and the love for the game. It's fun.
1: Like, isn't that what this is supposed to be? Like, it's supposed to be fun.
2: We had some of the best celebrations in in the NFL this year. We watched videos of, like, what teams' performances were the best. That was fun. The Packers had a great time celebrating this year. So did the Vikings. And that brought in interest. People like that there's more viewers. Yeah. There's more sponsorships. Don't you guys like that, the NFL? Don't you like that?
0: Absolutely. But, you know, you get some of those teams out there not, who are afraid to get fined. So then they're, they're not doing it. They just, like, walk over to the ref. They hand the ball to the ref. Mm-hmm. They high-five each other a couple of times, and then they go back to the which sidelines. Which is so cool. It's, like, it's <laughs> sad. It's like, is this what Yes. Yeah, it is. But it's like, like, what has happened to the game – that has caused these players to fear getting fined, and the answer is Goodell. That's the, that's the only explanation. And what about
2: this kickoff rule now? This reminds me of this, because now it's, it's kind of turning into this cookie-cutter, like, robot thing. We kind of all have to do things this exact way, uh, so there's not much strategy involved, but it kind of goes long, along the same lines, this whole kickoff thing. There's no more running head start. Uh, you know, it gets kicked from, you know, place... Um when you're the defensive team, I, I saw that you, you can only have two, at least two players between the numbers and the sideline. And then also two players between the numbers and the hash marks. So it, it's pretty much just spelled right out for you what has to happen. And that's to avoid injuries in general. And that's, that's understandable. But like, geez, I don't know. Something's going to change. We're, we're pretty much just putting all the players right next to each other and everyone can't go too fast. No one can hit too hard and made the best team win. You know, um, it, it's changed a lot. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I think it's changing too much and it's not changing for the better in my personal opinion. Right. I agree. But, uh, well that will do it for the uh, first ever prime report. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after a short message from our sponsor
1: hey guys it's ron here and welcome to the intermission portion of our show i'd like to take this time to tell you about our wonderful new sponsor uplift pomade now i'm sure you're asking ron what is uplift pomade well i'm so glad that you asked uplift pomade is a hot new line of hair care products born straight out of wakefield mass ladies and gentlemen i know that you care about your hair and so does uplift pomade they want you to look your best That's why the inventor of this product, Rocco Danielli, used his original blend Uplift Pomade on our own Dan Pineda for his wedding day. And I have to say, it even made him look pretty fly. For a white guy. But Ron, I'm sure you're saying, surely this company promotes animal testing and uses the worst kind of chemicals. Well dear listener, that statement could not be further from the truth. You see, much like myself, Uplift Pomade would never put their name on products tested on animals and they only use organic ingredients so that you'll never have to worry about putting any rancid chemicals near your head ever again. Plus, the recycling program allows you to return any empty container of Uplift Pomade product and they'll give, as a gift to you, a $2 credit towards your next purchase. That's a better deal than recycling cans or bottles. So if your hair care product just isn't doing the job, check out Uplift Pomade. Currently available at wholesale barbershops and, coming soon, online at UpliftPomade.com. Thank you very much, and now back to the show.
0: All right, and we're back from our break. Um, thank you all for sticking with us. I know we can if be supple still time. Thank you. If you still did, that is that is the good point. Um, you freaking better we're of, jeez. What what was that?
1: Oh, I said they better of. <laughs> we're oh. we're putting on all this work so they could stick through the show, you know, so but they could no, be entertained, no, and then
2: we hope they come back. Well, actually, no, good riddance.
1: Never mind. No, no, no. We want you to come back. We just, <laughs> come, you know, also come, come don't want to. Please come back. Yeah. Wait. No. Stop. Come back.
0: All right. So, okay. uh, I know this is what we've all been, been waiting to talk about. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights have their opponent in the Stanley Cup, and it's the Washington Capitals. But,. Uh, For me, the bigger story here is just the Vegas Golden Knights. Ron, I know you've been wanting to do a victory lap. Uh, Now now would be that uh, time. I'm uh,
1: I'm not going to say I told you so, but uh, I told you so. I knew it from the beginning when they were beating the ever-loving crap out of whoever they beat in round one. I was like, this is the team that's going to go all the way. They're unstoppable. And man, was I right. So, hopefully I mean, they'll win the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Otherwise, I'm going to look like a giant idiot.
2: And I said, yeah, yeah, Ron. That's right. I agree with that. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, one I of mean, us had to have the courage like, to make the initial claim. So
0: You wouldn't look like a huge idiot at all. I mean, they have only lost three <laughs> games this whole playoffs. <laughs> I know. It's freaking crazy. <laughs> it, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I, I mean, um, just, the story in and of itself, whether they win the Stanley Cup or not, is just inspiring and amazing to see a team oh, that's in their first year in the league to do what they're doing. is not only a testament to the players, but to the coach, to the whole organization,
2: what a jumpstart to be start.
0: able to put wow. a run together, like they're putting, putting together. And it's really fun to watch. Yeah. Really amazing.
1: And it's really pretty damning on all the other, you know, NHL commission or NHL, uh, general managers and everything like that. Like, you guys could have gotten all of these players, and instead you decided not to. They weren't worth pursuing. So, you know, this expansion team comes along, and they pick them up, and now all of a sudden they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Don't you guys look like a bunch of idiots?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if they expanded to Seattle. I I really have heard, though, that Quebec wants a team back really bad.
1: Oh, yeah, Quebec is hurting for a team, like like you said, real bad. Like I've been hearing rumors about bringing back the Nordiques for years, and I mean we might finally see that come to fruition. I just want there to be another expansion team, and then if they're going to do like two more expansion teams, then I want them to change that to three because I am so tired of having uneven number of exp of That's teams weird. in this league. You can't have that. Like it's just it drives me crazy. Yes, it drives me crazy, and I want the Buffalo Sabers to finish thirty fourth if they're gonna finish last again
2: don't finish an odd number please
0: (laughs) don't finish in 33rd place
1: yes please don't i mean don't finish in last anyway but you know i i it's only happened for one year and i'm already like 31 is is not an okay number for sports teams i don't know
0: Uh, i just think the best part about this whole thing is the fact that this team was built off of the rest of the teams in the league that they just pick players from all the th- different teams in the league mm-hmm. and for them to do what they've done with more or less the cast offs from all these other teams is remarkable.
2: What What is it? Is yep. it a chemistry? Like, what do you think it is?
0: I just think, uh, I mean, Ron had said it back in episode one the last episode where he said that they are playing playing, for revenge. Exactly. (laughs) They're playing to basically be like, you guys are stupid for leaving us unprotected. We're going to prove you wrong. And we're going to show you that we're going to be better than everybody in this league
1: yep and so far they have done that I think it's kind of funny like I was talking to somebody at work today about this they said that there were three players who used to be a part of the Buffalo Sabres organization on this team right now and I'm like how stupid do you think the Sabres feel right now so
0: yeah Yeah. yeah. I mean mean for, for me there is one dark spot to their season though and I actually found this out this past weekend from my older brother Steve shout out Steve um, my brother is actually a former West Point graduate and the owner of the Vegas Knights is actually a West Point graduate. What I found out is that the United States army is actually in litigation currently with the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know if you guys knew about this.
1: Yeah, I wasn't aware they were in uh, litigation, but I mean, I knew it's, that it came from a, uh, it was a military thing yeah Um, so
0: the golden knights is a is the army's parachute performance team gotcha but the logo i i have to say i went and looked it up and i actually put it side by side my brother had the vegas knights on his phone i had the golden knights uh the army team on my phone the logos look nothing alike the helmets are different and the color scheme is different so my thing is what grounds does the United States Army have to stand on when the logos are completely different? The color scheme is different. Not to mention, in the in the Golden Knights uniform, they have red in their uniform. The red is like their lining. Right. I I, um, I, I feel like this is going to go nowhere in court.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's not a whole lot of grounds for them to like pursue anything. But I. I really not sure you know anymore in terms of politics. this world's all upside down as far as I'm concerned so <laughs> you never know maybe they'll make uh maybe they'll make them turn over the rings you know the Stanley Cup rings to like all the major generals and stuff like that I don't know
0: what do you guys think do um, you think Vegas is gonna be Washington or or do you think Washington's gonna win their first cup in like over 30 years?
1: Well, I mean, we also have to like talk about Washington like just in general cuz this is a big moment for them. This is the first time that their team, like any team from Washington DC for that matter, has made it to the finals since like the early 90s when they beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. <sighs> Everything comes back to the Bills.
2: <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Poor Bills.
1: Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it's a huge deal for them, too. And, I mean, Ovechkin looked like he was pumped. He was ready to go. I think this series goes to seven, but I still think Vegas wins and makes everybody in the league look like a bunch of idiots.
2: When I feel like everyone's pulling for them, I want want to see them do it.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of split 50-50, to be honest with you, because pretty much anybody I talk to who considers themselves a hockey purist is like yeah i don't want vegas to win like that just makes every other team look bad and that's exactly why i want vegas to win
2: (laughs) so down with vegas original
1: six i'm with vegas original 31 so i
2: think
0: so i think our twitter followers (laughs) agree because we put up a poll on twitter that uh said uh do you think the vegas golden knights can win the stanley cup and make history uh the choices were gonna win it all gonna be close but maybe or no chance in hell and uh, gunner won it all, won at eighty eight percent. Holy crap! So, uh, so I mean that's uh, that's about as much of a statement as you can get from our followers, basically saying, "Yeah, there's no way Vegas loses." Yeah,
1: I feel like they're just on a huge, they're on a roll right now. And yes, Washington is coming off of that high. I feel like this is going to be the closest series and probably the best Stanley Cup Finals we'll have seen in years. So I'm hoping that it goes the distance and I hope the Vegas comes out on top.
0: I agree. I I agree. I, I love the way that they play. They're fast. They're quick. The passing is some of the best passing I have ever seen a hockey team do in, in such a fast paced environment, like these tic-tac-toe passes every single play. Mm -hmm. And it's so amazing to watch.
2: What do you guys think their weaknesses
1: for Vegas? (sighs) I don't know. I feel like there's been a couple of times where they haven't been able to score enough. Um, Like I feel like there's been a few instances like early on in the playoffs, they were only able to score like one or two goals against like Los Angeles. And I don't think the Kings have been a very, like a really good team for a while. Um, And there's just times like I expect every night for them to light it up and like for it to be eight to three or something like that by the end of the game. But they they aren't always able to, you know, perform at that level. And, I mean, there's a lot of young guys on this team. They might, you know, be a little bit nervous going in. As opposed to Washington. Well, there's probably going to be nerves on Washington, too. Because there's going to be a lot of eyes on them with how much this means to Ovechkin. Because first chance of a Stanley Cup ring ever. So, I don't know. I feel like it's going to... I don't know. Well, hmm. That's
0: what... uh, I think Vegas's uh, biggest weakness is their neutral zone and they sometimes get into penalty trouble. Yeah. Um, they sometimes get so over eager and over excited about a player or whatever and they get like a silly like tripping penalty or like a hooking penalty or something like that and then next thing you know like against a gets, uh, gets a good team like Tampa Tampa made them pay. and Tampa would not Tampa, sorry. Winnipeg would make them pay mm-hmm. and score on a power play. So I feel like if they're going to beat Washington, they need to stay out of the box.
2: I think that's the main thing. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, I can see Washington coming out and, like, drawing first blood or just coming out of fire, and that that could cause trouble for Vegas. I don't know. I, I, think, I think if Washington, Washington tries to take control of the game early...
1: Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right too about like the power play for um for Washington. Like they just set Alex Ovechkin up just right in that same area every time and every time he slaps at home. And, you know, it's you got to be more disciplined if you're going up against that team. And uh you know, I feel like if they don't get their penalty troubles in in uh the in line, then they that Cinderella season might just be for naught.
0: Yeah, I I mean Great. and you know, teams are going to make mistakes. Teams are going to make, you know, bad pelties. But if Vegas is in the box too much in the, in this series, Washington's going to just wipe the floor with them. Because Washington's power play is one of the best in the league all year. And, and they'll make them pay. Especially, like you said, with Ovechkin sitting in that same damn spot. Every single power play. And they just get him this puck. And he just rips a near hundred mile an hour slap shot just right through everybody. Uh, so we're gonna take our second break. We will be right back after a short work from our sponsor. Stay tuned. All right, and we're back from our final break. Uh, I mean, this has been uh, a really fun episode, and I've really enjoyed talking sports with you guys, as always.
2: Do we call it fun, Dan? Is that what it is?
0: I I do call it fun, Kyle. Do you not call it fun? We have different definitions. What is your definition of fun, Kyle? Mm. Not this. (laughs)
2: no comment exactly moving on let's get into basketball here let's talk about some very non-arrogant selfless people
0: oh yeah like there's not a bunch of those in in the nba um so the nba playoffs have been kind of interesting uh a lot of people thought that especially on the western conference side that golden state was just going to run away with it but Uh, That series is tied. I think they're playing right now, actually. I love Houston. Houston's a really fun team to watch. Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, guys, I got to go and watch it on Sling TV right now. Sling TV, not sponsored.
0: Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Nice plug, Ron. That's so professional. Yeah. Uh, uh, And then on the Easter Conference side, you know, you got Boston and Cleveland and... That's been a really fun series to watch, but the home team has won every game, and I feel I find that to be kind of boring. You know, when is the, the away team gonna win a match on the road? What's
1: the matter with you, Dan? You need to see some home team fans like crying in the stands before you get your jollies, Jesus!
0: Well, 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 yeah, you know, like, when the they're Cleveland Cavalier shit. fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, just so i can bathe in their tears <laughs> when the your Celtics team's not the... going to the
1: finals for the first time in about 10 or 15 years no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so on that note we put out a poll on twitter um who will win the nba championship pretty straightforward and to the point we named the four teams. We actually had 54 votes on this poll. That's the most wow. of them we've had on any polls so far. And we thank Dan, you.
2: Dan, can you explain that question again?
0: Kyle, don't make me drive down there to Saco. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
0: Bring it, Daddy. No, no, please do it. It makes for <laughs> great
1: content. We can, we can get
0: viral really quick. Huh. All right, let me go jump in my car. <laughs> uh, so... By a very close margin, uh, the Warriors were the top pick at 37%. Uh, the Cavaliers came in second with 31% of the vote. The Rockets at 19%, and the Celtics at 13%. Ouch! I'm, honest, I'm honestly not surprised at how the poll turned out. The Warriors have the most depth of any team in the, in the playoffs. I think the best player in the playoffs right now is LeBron James, as much as I hate to say it.
1: All right. Um, Now we can just uh, clip that audio and just save it for next year and the year after that and the year after that. And if we want to make a retrospective show for 10 years from before this, we could just use it there, too.
0: Oh, God, you're insufferable sometimes. This is what
1: (laughs) happens when I don't have coffee.
0: Go then. (laughs) Go get your freaking coffee.
1: Well, now it's too late. Now I, I don't feel like it. Uh,
0: okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> my God.
2: <laughs> You're the worst. This is all going into
1: the show, by the way. I'm not editing this out. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, Ron. This Ron.
2: My favorite part is when you throw Dan off and he forgets to <laughs> pick it back up. Perfect.
1: Uh, to be fair, I forgot what he was saying, too, so... <laughs> I just, and I um, forgot
2: what I was saying. We're talking about LeBron's headband. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. LeBron has not changed his headband yeah. in 10 years. He
0: also hasn't changed his mouth guard in 20.
1: Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of gross.
2: <laughs> but back to what you said, he's the best player these playoffs.
0: Yes. I mean, he, I mean, he's averaging. I think they said his average. He's averaging like 33 points a game. Damn. And he, 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 he's had a double-double almost every game. Except for like maybe two, all playoff. Isn't he
2: kind of skewed because a few analysts have said he's had bad, like bad games. <laughs> oh, he has, but he still has a good average. Yeah,
0: that's the crazy part because I think it was three games in a row where he had forty plus points and like ten plus rebounds. I'm like, that's that's just not that's not human to be able to put up stats like that.
2: The last game, he accounted for or assisted with, what, 70-something points?
0: Yeah, with something crazy. That's yeah. that's almost three-quarters of their total points.
1: Man, could you imagine if LeBron was ever on the same team as Kobe Bryant back when he was in his prime? Or even in his last year oh, when oh he retired God. and he had, like, an 80-point game?
2: <sighs>
1: that would be I mean, a-
2: Batman worked with Superman, and they met Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like it would be boring for pretty much any other sports team, but you know,
0: it would, it, yeah, it it would be the equivalent of having just like a super team, an all star team, and then they just it's like, oh, well, no surprise here. You know, the Lakers are in the championship again. Nope, oh, oh, they won. Yep.
1: Oh, but here's the problem that, that ended quickly. I don't know how well it will work out because I feel like they're all very commanding personalities, and um. I, I feel like the ball wouldn't be able to, you know, go around everybody. So.
2: Oh, right. Well, and honestly, they have to have like their flow. You know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: No, I agree.
1: All right. Well, that experiment is aborted.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, they did do the super team thing down in Miami with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosch and LeBron. That worked out for a little while. Yeah, for a little until while. LeBron tried to take over the team and Dwayne Wade was like, uh, uh-huh. uh, I don't
2: think so. He <laughs> <laughs> said it with that kind yeah, of attitude too.
0: That's,
1: that's yeah, like if you if you go did. back and watch like a press conference about it, that's legitimately like that's what LeBron said. Like happened. <laughs> and he used those exact same words. I'm amazed you were able to quote it verbatim.
0: Uh, my my words have failed me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, oh crap, did I get disconnected again?
0: No. Oh my god. Uh well uh any final thoughts guys on this on the episode? Damn why
2: is it boring that the home team wins? That's just them flexing their muscles. That's cool.
0: And no, it is cool. I agree with you. But because it builds the pressure of like
2: will the away team steal one?
0: Right. No, that that's my thing though. It's 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 f- more fun for me personally when you see you know the home team, the crowd is hyped up. They're they're energetic. They're having a great time, and then the away team comes in there and shocks everybody, and pulls out a W. I mean, that don't you don't you want to see that rather than oh the home team won again? Oh the home team won again? Oh the home team won again? Uh, I mean that's all, you know all I, I see mean?
1: anytime I watch the Sabers play or <laughs> yeah. No, they lose. <laughs> like, that's why I think that wait, we're on that opposites win? of this thing. Because, like, anytime. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, they win?
0: Yeah. I love how Kyle's, no. like, all shocked. He's just like, wait, they won? What sport is this that the, wait, the Buffalo win?
1: team wins? Well, actually, what women's hockey, are, they're very successful. This, but, like, you know, past play? that. Um the... <laughs>
2: Very, yeah.
0: The next thing you'd hear Ron say is, What is this word win? I've never heard this before.
1: Win? Spell
2: it. Use it in a not don't, I don't know this
1: <laughs> when you're talking about. Do you mean wine? Like that thing that we drink after every game because we need to forget that we're fans for horrible teams?
2: We feel better. <laughs> you know. I, I'm just,
1: I'm not familiar with win
2: What do you guys think with, how the series will end? Um,. Which series? Boston, Cleveland.
0: I, I, it's going well, but man, the two games that the Celtics lost, they looked terrible.
2: Yeah, like they didn't belong.
1: Well, I gotta say, I think that it's gonna be the home team. I think the home team's gonna win.
2: I'm sick with the Cavaliers. Like I said before, they're gonna win the championship this year. They're making it suspenseful now, but they'll win the series. Wouldn't that
1: be yeah. like gross if they were just taking this series off? Like they just mowed down Toronto and like the team before that. And then they're like, now nah, we're going to take this series off and then they still win.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the Houston Rockets uh, win the championship. I hope yeah, so. I'd be actually. Down for that. It's about time for um, a change of pace. For them to go into Golden State down to one and take one from Golden State in one of the most raucous arenas in the entire NBA. Pretty hard yeah, to that's do. It's a big
1: deal. It's kinda like when they go into the Shark Tank and you know wallop the sharks.
0: Yeah, the Shark Tank is a not an easy place to yeah. play. But Vegas went in there and they won they only lost two? I think so. I, I think believe so. it's pretty pretty yeah. amazing. So, uh, what do you guys got for your final thoughts on, on this episode?
1: Um, final thoughts. They are thoughts that are final. And that's all I've got.
2: Basketball-wise, I am pretty sure Cleveland beats Golden State in six games, and the LeBron's going to score 180 points. Per game? Wow. No, no, what are you insane? No, 180 points. Sorry, I'm gonna say oh. seven games. Seven games, he's gonna score 180.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, also I I do have a final thought actually. Um, so you know, before oh, cool. we were talking about we were talking about, you know, watching the the players championship. Was yeah. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So I got I got sling so I could uh-huh. watch hockey. And uh then I decided, well, I'll I'll watch this players championship. And um I have to say I went into it. Thinking that golf was just a completely boring, just total waste of time, and I would never like it. And I have to Didn't say, that was true. I had to say that I was completely and totally right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> golf is horrible. I don't know why you tried to make me watch it.
2: <laughs> Dan, don't listen right now. Dan, don't listen. It's fine.
0: He was. For I
2: want to throw up. <laughs>
1: he was like holding his breath like oh my god is ron converted to a golf fan no i still hate it
0: i i i literally sat here thinking that exact thing like oh my god i converted ron
2: nope
1: now you know what it's like
0: i was right good. i was until he just changed his On mind serious
2: notes sling did you hear that what ron said about you guys sling
1: not spawn yeah. yet but please spawn. yes
2: <laughs>
0: Well, uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. We appreciate your support as always. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Ride the Pine Pod. Uh, we are also on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have fi- a
2: MySpace page or no?
0: No MySpace page. Kyle, yeah. God, that got deactivated. How long ago? I don't even know. Um, But if you're feeling especially generous, you can donate to uh, to our show uh, via our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash pine. For all of us here, for Ron, Kyle, and myself, uh, thank you again for joining us. And uh, we will see you uh, next time.